The following podcast contains spoilers for Leviathan, the uh, 1989 American version, not the Russian one from like 2015. You have been warned? Question mark? <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome back to KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Mogusto. Oh, hello there, Glenn. Felt like I was taking speed there for How a second. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, too. <laughs> All We're right two then. wild and crazy guys. Let's slap our knees now. <laughs> hey, I feel like it's been forever since I last talked to you. I know. It like, definitely well, hasn't been three days. It's not even close. <laughs> so you got any movies to discuss? In two days, I can't even do it in a week. <laughs> so, so, no, I've got nothing so far. Saturday and Sunday, I just spent watching movies. So uh, I got four movies, including Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, you should see it for the title along, uh, alone. It along, is, too. Uh, and along. It is called I'm a Cyborg, But That's Okay. Uh, it's directed by Chan Wook Park. Uh, of old boy fame, mm-hmm. and it is actually surprisingly lighthearted for being something from Chan Wook Park, and I highly suggest everyone sees it. I will actually definitely watch that, because he's great. Something that's not so heart, uh, lighthearted, uh, I already told you about this, is Ichi the Killer. Um, it is based on an anime slash manga slash one of them slash both of them. I, I don't remember <laughs> uh, which one, but it's, uh, it is directed by Takashi Mike. Yeah, Takashi Mike or Mike. And uh, it is essentially just like about uh, over-the-top action, violent gore shit uh, about the Yakuza gangs and all that. Uh, and it's so fucking funny at parts. Like, it, it's gross. It's disgusting. It's horrid it's horrendous what isn't funny about that it's it's legitimately (laughs) funny like yeah uh without getting into too much too much detail there's this one character who's just so tired of being such a badass Mm -hmm. that when someone finally like is able to make him scared he gets excited about it (laughs) he's like oh man i'm so scared I, I wonder what he's gonna do to me. It's just shit. It's it's so fucking funny, and uh, I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but through translation and subtitles, it's hilarious. Yeah, uh, th- what's funny about this is you kind of ex- kind of expected me to have already watched it. You're like, Glenn, have you have you seen Ichi the Killer? Only because it's Japanese. I, I, <laughs> n- nothing more than that, and it's yeah, based I was on like, a, a manga. No, I have not. <laughs> is it manga or manga? Manga. Okay, I was right. Uh, for a second, I was just like, that sounds dumb. Um, but no, I'm, I'm right. And it's just dumb. Um, and then I saw Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is a, uh, a French film that's been, you know, getting rave reviews, uh, about, about it. And I really wanted to like this. Like I wanted to love it, but I just was, I was not like awed by it. You know, it was the movie that people sat right next to you twice. Yes. Oh, in a Jesus. in an empty 658 seat auditorium, um, and the like, it was a well made film. It had great acting. It was a great. It was a good story. So you think I should like it? But the mm-hmm. way it was shot was so incredibly boring and unimaginative. 
Sometimes that could take it out of you. It it really did. Like uh, essentially, it was just like one person's close up, another person's close up, going back to the first close up, back to this close up, and you could just tell that they thought the words were enough to keep you captivated. And it was enough to keep me interested, but not enough to keep me captivated. Yeah. Like, the story itself, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in this for the ride. But I really just got bored with how it was filmed. Which is a shame, because it's got beautiful, like, landscapes. And they should have taken advantage of that, and they just mm. didn't. And it kind of makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, de- I'm going to see it again, just to see if I feel the same way now that I know what to expect out of it. Because yeah. I was expecting, like, this grand scale film, you know? And I got this really small scale um, film, and but so I, I'm interested to see how I'm going to feel the second time around. But uh, I was not impressed this first time. Okay, well, bring me with you if you do that. Honestly, I will. I definitely will. Because the poster looked good. The, it has some great visuals in it. Like I love the like. I would say there are probably three or four scenes that are fantastic. Yeah, and then the rest are just like eh. And the three or four scenes are not enough or long enough to keep you interested, like, on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a suspenseful film, but, you know, like, that it enthralled by the movie throughout. Um, but, yeah, I, I still think people should see it. Uh, obviously, there's enough people out there that love this movie that are giving it the rave reviews. So you could completely disagree with me, and that's okay. Because I'm well, a cyborg, but that's okay. It's allowed to happen. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into some movie news. Uh, what, what do you got for news? All right, so my movie news is something we kind of touched on uh, mm-hmm. last week or three days ago, air quotes. Um, <laughs> three days ago for us will be probably around a week by the time this episode comes yeah. out. Um, so it's, it's basically about Tom Holland and his movie uh, Uncharted, which mm-hmm. is a video game movie that's going to be happening, that's been trying to happen since the first game came out like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to have cast Antonio Banderas. Ooh. Uh, in a role which I do not know yet, to be honest. Um, Interesting. And they also got a new director, which I'm pretty sure by now they've gone through five or six, at at least. Yeah. But um, uh, the the director is uh, Ruben uh, Fleischer. That name sounds familiar. He made Venom and oh, okay. a couple other movies, too. I honestly, like... I liked Venom. I know a lot of people, especially fans of Venom, had their problems with it, but it yeah. was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. So I'm not I'm not mad that they're making a second one. <laughs> no, and apparently, apparently Fleischer's been like with Sony, like making things for like over ten years. So like, yeah. so I guess that they're like, you know what? He's been our good boy. Let's let's reward him. Yeah, definitely with, with something else. Well, my movie news is also a casting. Uh, you know the good old uh, franchise that has definitely not been outplayed, uh, Fast and Furious? Um, no. <laughs> well, what would you say if I told you that in the Fast and Furious film just titled F9, which uh, Function 9, I don't know what that does on the keyboard, but it's got to do something. It's got to be something there. It's got to be something. Um Ben Stiller has been cast as a role. <laughs> I, was, I was going to go for this article first. And I was like, yeah, I'll let it, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. So, so no details of his role has emerged, but I mean, I think he's going to be comedic relief in some facet. Uh, I hope so. Because it is Ben Stiller. And honestly, I'm not mad. No, I'm not mad. Um, I, was, I was kind of upset with Kurt Russell being in it. Um, and he kind of was just like this generic like government Oh yeah, op guy. He's better than that. 
But uh, Ben Ben Stiller should be a good one. I just hope he like he's not in like a serious role. Like he's got to be something comedic, like yeah. actually funny. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but that's just for my news. Do you got any more news? That that is that. All right, let's jump into Leviathan, nineteen eighty nine, not the Russian version from two thousand fifteen or sixteen. That good old America. That's one. actually the 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 full title of the film. Yep. <laughs> no spaces. No spaces. <laughs> It was an experiment that tampered with nature's most basic laws. It went terribly wrong. It was buried five miles down. Now, a crew of undersea miners is about to stumble upon this terrifying secret. Shack to seven, what's going on out there, Williams? My God, are you picking this up? Look at that. Leviathan. Currently with the Russian fleet in the Baltic Sea. Currently, it's rusted junk, and we're looking at it. What's your air reading? 20 minutes. Do something quick. We've lost him. My crew's in jeopardy. But you have no proof. I'm ordering you to start an emergency medical evacuation. What if it turns out to be nothing? Help me. It's already killed one man. Finally, please stop. I'm losing compression. I can't breathe. Whatever got six-pack in Bowman, it's still here. I feel something. Somebody's alive in here. What's going on? Six-pack. Six-pack, answer. Don't go in there. Don't touch anything. What are you trying to tell us, Doc? It absorbs the intelligence of its victim. Thank goodness you're still alive. When are you coming? I say we protect ourselves. Leviathan. Leviathan, 1989. Everything Mike said after that. Um, (laughs) An American deep-sea mining colony stumbles upon a sunken Soviet vessel hiding in horrific secret. (laughs) Fuck, I really had that one. Hiding a horrific secret. Um, (laughs) So close. Directed by uh, George P. uh, Cosmatos. Cosmatos. That's what I said. Uh, writers, <laughs> writers are David Webb Peoples. Peoples. Uh, and uh, David Webb Peoples. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, there's one more. Who is it? Oh, yeah. Jeb uh, Stewart. Screenplay is also by uh, David Webb Peoples. <laughs> no, you, you missed Jeb Stewart. Oh, is he in the one more credit? Because I, yeah. I can't see him. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Rod Stewart. Who stars in this movie? Uh, <laughs> Leviathan stars Peter Weller, uh, Richard uh, Crenna, uh, Amanda Pays, um, Ernie Hudson, uh, Daniel Stern. There's actually a bunch of people in this movie. Yeah. Kind of like people you've seen in movies, like regardless. Most notably, Peter Weller, Daniel Stern, and Ernie Hudson mm-hmm. uh, as Robocop, Marv from Home, Home Alone, and. Uh, I forget his character's name in Ghostbusters, but uh, Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as soon as I saw Daniel Stern, I was just like, thank you, Glenn. <laughs> thank you for assigning us this film. <laughs> so, Leviathan. How do we start with this? Um, I honestly, with with the rise of movies so bad that they're good, I'm surprised more people aren't talking about this one. 
Yeah, I saw, I saw you had that comment in your uh, in your status, but I, I kept it hushed from my brain. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is surprisingly better than I expected, but also still not good, you know? Yeah, it's terrible, but in a fun way. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a product of the 80s. You know how I know this, Glenn? Tell me. <laughs> because uh, there is a scene where everyone's being checked out by the doctor, and of course... The one woman who's being examined by the doctor is wearing lingerie, which, as we know, are is very practical for scuba diving. Absolutely. Uh, scuba diving and drilling. It is the most practical underwear. It, it is the most comfortable. And honestly, we should all wear lingerie when we go scuba diving. Wait, do you actually not? I mean, I've never been scuba diving, but I definitely would if I... Yeah, well, get ready to be comfortable and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yes, man. and also it doesn't help that the whole cast is a product from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And there's got so many good, bad one-liners. Um, oh, yeah, my favorite's like, the last one um, <laughs> that we'll, we'll get to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my I, The first one I wrote down was, go suck on a shrimp six-pack. Um, <laughs> I don't know what exactly that's supposed to mean, but I'm so... Well, it means exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, and then my, my favorite one is, uh, this might be your favorite one too, where they're talking to the CEO or something of, uh, the company. Uh, she's on the surface. They're below the surface, obviously like f- five oh, miles this, down. This one actually hurt. <laughs> and she says, I realize you've gone through hell. And Ernie Hudson goes, gone, bitch, we still here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's so fucking terrible. I love it. Uh, but yeah, the, oh my god, this movie's so, it can be cringy, it can be cheesy, it can be yeah. hilarious, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, obviously it takes a lot of inspiration from movies like Aliens or The Thing, or mm-hmm. just, a, there's another one in there somewhere, uh, I it's, can guarantee it. Yeah, it's honestly Aliens mixed with The Abyss and mixed with The Thing. Exactly. That's, uh, like, equal parts all the way through, yep. that is this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, and I don't know if it's like it was. I don't. I doubt it's like cash grab. But maybe they just wanted in on it too. And uh, yeah. yeah, who knows? I don't think. I don't think with this cast, like it could have been a really well done movie. But I don't think with this cast and how the story was laid out, like I like the idea of finding something like in like trenches of the sea. Mm-hmm. Because if if you're going to find something out there that's like alien like or anything like that. That's most likely the place you're going, to. like Cloverfield, because that's kind of where they found it, isn't it? Yeah, oh, or or because yeah, uh, well, a, a satellite crashed into the ocean or some shit like yeah, that. There was another movie that recently came out that actually parallels this quite a bit um, to mm-hmm. to an extent. It's uh, that Kristen Stewart movie Underwater came out earlier oh, yeah. this year. John um, Clark was telling me to watch that. It's actually that movie's surprisingly fun. Like I'm not yeah. going to come out here and say it's a great movie. But it's a good, fun popcorn movie um, yeah. that I really wish got more more love because there's a reveal at the end, and I'm not going to say what the reveal is, but the director confirmed that it is a certain thing. Again, Ooh. look it up if you want to. I'm not going to spoil it. And I really wish that there would be a sequel for it. And you know me. I never wish for sequels, but I want there to be a sequel for this just because of the possibilities. Happen. Hopefully but, uh, it'll happen. That's for Underwater, not for Leviathan. I don't really yeah. care if there's a sequel for Leviathan. I was about to say, I think um, there actually is, weirdly enough. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, this the the, uh, the, the special effects artist art was done by uh, Stan Winston, 
the uh, uncomparable Stan Winston, uh, who <laughs> has done things for like Terminator Two, Jurassic Park, Aliens. Uh, he 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 was like the go-to guy in the '80s and '90s for special mm-hmm. effects, and uh, you you know as cheesy as this movie is, the effects are actually pretty good in it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think the only thing that held back from what the effects did um, was that it seemed like they were told not to harm like uh, some of the props. Yeah, they were very gentle with the props, which kind of yeah. took took you out of the film a little bit. I call it a like, film like this is some kind of high art movie. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's there's parts where there's like people like getting strangled, and they're like trying. It seems like they're trying to be careful with the prop instead of like, you know, being yeah. attacked by it and trying to rip it off. I would say the worst one was when uh, De Jesus uh, was attacked and attacked his arm. And instead of ripping at the arm, he just started like flailing around and grabbing at things, and he yep. like pulled wires off of the the thing. But yeah, you you could tell that like, you know, usually in in things like that uh, with higher budgets, they have multiple versions of the creature or whatever. But this, I probably feel like they probably had one, and they're like, whatever you do, don't damage it. <laughs> yeah, there there was one where they like kind of chainsawed it off. Yeah, but even even then, like it seemed like even though it was ripping apart. It seemed mm-hmm. like they like put the the chainsaw gently up to it, and then it kind of did its split part. And I was like, "Oh, well, that's not how that would work." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, this is honestly just like a fun movie. It's not, yeah, like we said, it's not great. Uh, it, it's definitely not meant to be. At least should not be taken seriously. I don't know if it was meant not meant to be, but should yeah. not be taken seriously. Definitely watch it as a bad movie because mm-hmm. you won't be disappointed. Yeah, definitely. But you'll you'll have fun with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to say about this uh, other than maybe talking about that final scene. Should we? I, I do have. Do you think uh, Ernie Hudson only got this role because Eddie Murphy was offered to it to do it? <laughs> was he? No, no. <laughs> that's how he got Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's how he got Ghostbusters. Um, I, uh, I, th- I, f- I feel bad for Ernie Hudson because he yeah. could probably he could have been in a lot of good stuff. Like if, I feel like, like even after Ghostbusters, people didn't hire him, and they he's didn't. he's my favorite part of the Ghostbuster movies. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's the he the, was the most real version or part of it. Yeah, he was the everyman, and and like it just he, he gets sh- shisted all the time. Like he's never in the in like the pictures. He's not on the poster or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's definitely my favorite part. So I'm 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 bummed that he he doesn't get as much love as he deserves. Yeah, he definitely didn't uh, have the career he should have had. Hold but, up, uh, hold up, hold up. Tell, tell me, tell I me. might have missed this part. First of all, in the beginning, they have a text that says sixteen thousand feet. That is just over uh, 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 sixteen thousand feet below sea level. That is mm-hmm. just over three miles. But yet they keep switching to two miles, five miles, yeah, ten they miles. Said, they said two miles a lot. Yeah, and it's it's oh, it's just over three miles. I don't remember seeing this, but the first trivia on their IMDb page is this movie is set in the year 2027. No way. What part of this fucking movie? Supposed, like, other than the suits, but like we're in a different world. Own the 80s. Like, just, just run with it. There's nothing in this movie that I guess maybe some of the props and I guess the scuba yeah, the, the, suit, like but the, the technology for being the under technology there, is literally just make it like some <laughs> secret government thing, like because that's kind of uh, hilarious. Other than that, there's nothing that 
points. They still have. Did they think people were going to wear shoulder pads forever? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, they're coming back, but they were gone for a solid thirty years before they're coming back. Oh man, that is confusing and interesting <laughs> at the same time. Oh my god, I kind of love it. I kind of love it. Uh, but my favorite part of this movie, well, there's a lot of good parts of this movie, is the end scene where they all go to the surface after blowing up both the monster and the 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 underwater station that they had but hold up they didn't blow up the monster Mm-mm. and no one seems to give a, a fuck about uh, ernie hudson in this like he gets yeah, he just you know gets smothered to death yeah and he sinks. gets he gets he gets killed and no one's like oh we gotta save ernie and he's like no he's he's dead no one sheds a tear and then fucking peter weller in RoboCop fashion, RoboCop meets <laughs> Michael Jordan in Space Jam, gets a bomb from the helicopter. And it's, is that where he got it from? He, I thought he just shoved it up his ass and found it later. And was no, like, no, oh, no. Yeah, by he, the he, way. He swam to the helicopter, grabbed something, I guess, that was supposed to be a bomb, said, ah, motherfucker, before doing a... He said, say, ah, motherfucker. Say, ah, motherfucker, and before then doing a... that shit Kobe. straight to the monster. Uh, back then, it was probably more of a... Jordan, <laughs> Jordan or Dr. J? Yeah, one of those. I'm not, I'm not big on basketball, but like for, for you know, R.I.P. Kobe and shot it into the monster's <laughs> mouth. Uh, and I laughed my like, fucking yeah, ass off. That, that was so bad. Yeah, say ah, oh, motherfucker. Say ah, <laughs> motherfucker. And then just chuck that shit at and him. And then no one even up. no one even tries to get Jones's body. He's just gone. Nope. And then Peter Weller straight up punches a woman in the face <laughs> equal rights motherfucker am i right no there's a you should so never how, you, how are you feeling punches are right in the jaw just much better now much and better now I, I, just so everyone knows that was a joke you should never punch anyone no uh, but it, it's just so, i was not expecting that from an 80s movie i thought it was a bold choice mm-hmm and I'm for yeah, it. When honestly. that happened, I fell asleep uh, the night before, like watching it, like mm-hmm. halfway through. And then, because I watched it at like one in the morning. And then I watched it the next morning. And basically, that was like 20 minutes into like me watching. I'm like, did he just knock a bitch out? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, uh, apparently, that actress who plays the woman he punches is from Reading, Pennsylvania. So, yeah, uh, are those her real eyes, though? Because that freaks me out. Yeah, they are her real eyes gorgeous but freaks me out yeah uh who would you personally say is the un- unsung hero of this movie um how do you mean well you know most people are like the oh man he's such a hero like he got him and her out of there and he he got the girl at the end and he's not really handsome but he got the girl at the end oh my god he's such a hero they saved each other <laughs> or or are you the type of person, which I, I'm sure you are, like me, who goes, you know, Doc's really the hero of this movie because he tried killing everything from escaping. Um, Honestly, the world would be better off if Doc Doc's plan worked. Yeah. Um, I would say Doc is, but, you know, if if Doc is out of the question because they try to make him kind of like a sub, sub-villain, yeah. um, I would say Ernie Hudson's character... Because dude held an automatic sliding metal door for mm-hmm. fucking five for minutes. For like five minutes, yeah. While, while the, like, and 
I know it's, it's it's fake and, you know, it was just someone pushing the door. But if that were a real door, that would have crushed him. Oh, yeah. I was actually <laughs> and, waiting for that to happen. Yeah, so was point. I. And and then, like, after they went through, I was like, okay, now it's going to crush him. And it never mm-hmm. did. Dude, strongest man alive. <laughs> Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Hudson, strongest man alive. You heard it here first, folks. Got his folks. PhD in strongest man alive. Yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, logically, Doc is the, the hero but it's, it's funny because they definitely made him out to be like more of a villain or somebody yeah. who's just well, terrible. I, I, I feel like our world now is much more cynical and yeah. under understands the concept of sacrificing a few for the better of many, you know? <laughs> That's um, why I like Thanos so much. <laughs> yeah. You know, Thanos was okay. He had some good He's ideas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, that's, that's all I've really got to say about it. Yeah. Um, same here. Um, so I guess we should move on to the judgment. It it was your choice, so uh, I guess you should go. Uh, like like we said, this is more of a movie uh, that you kind of just sit down, watch, ex- expect a bad time. Um, actually, now I'm confused because as I'm saying, this is definitely a movie you want to sit down, watch, and know that you're probably not gonna enjoy it for being at least a solid good movie mm-hmm. but because it's so bad that it ended up being good like now i'm confused like do we put it on the shelf boy because like hey, the way you we just recommend f- that you watch yeah. it the oh, way you just phrased that my mind just, here you just exploded my mind mainly mainly from the way you phrased it but yeah uh, that's because like i was having like a seizure as i was saying i'm like oh my god do i put it on the <laughs> shelf now um yeah, we're not I'm not gonna put it on the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I was honestly gonna lean with whatever direction you went. Yeah. Um and, and hear what you had to say. It is a fun movie. I suggest everyone watches it with a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh if you are not a teetotaler like I am, drink with your friends while you watch it. It'd probably <laughs> make it more fun. Uh but yeah, it is not worthy of being on the shelf with the likes of We the Animals, uh, Possel. It it belongs on a shelf that's kind of like out out in the back where nobody, where the company can't see like, it. Like you know, you, you know those uh, weird shelves in uh, in Blockbuster when that used to be a thing that were like corner shelves, and the movies that were like on the inside of those shelves were like never rented. Is this exactly? Called- yeah, it's those ones where like it's there. You're aware that it's there. Maybe one day someone will watch it and have fun with it. But yeah. I'm not going to tell you to do it. No, but that's, also that's do it conveniently up to you. <laughs> so Leviathan, 1989 version, not the Russian version from 2015 or 16, whatever year it is. Working title. Working title. <laughs> <laughs> Does not make it onto the shelf. That brings us to our plugs for this week. Glenjamin Theodore Button. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is your plug for this week? So, you know, when I was looking for a plug, I was getting a little hungry. I'm not going to lie. I'm always hungry. So it was convenient that I came across this plug on YouTube called Binging with Babish. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish. I want to thank you all very much for participating in the Reddit AMA last week. So this week, I'm going to be recreating the top voted suggestion, which was Ratatouille. I love Binging with Babish. So... As a few of you know, a uh, few of you being me and Mike, um, 
Binging with Babish is a, a guy on YouTube who just makes a bunch of meals and stuff. Uh, mainly, he recreates iconic and obscure feud, or foods. Feuds, too, if you want to fight people. But foods <laughs> uh, from your favorite movies, uh, movies, TV shows, and in dazzling 4K. And he makes these banging-looking dishes that I wish I could eat my monitor just so I can get a taste of what he's cooking up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Makes mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So I recommend Binging with with Babish. The entire channel? Everything. Everything with Binging with Babish. I'm hungry. I need to look at it and watch it. (laughs) So Binging with Babish on YouTube. My plug is also on YouTube. Uh, As you know, I believe we talked about it briefly last week, the film The Invisible Man came out, Mm. which honestly I had no interest in seeing until it started getting rave reviews. It is, it is a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Really? I just found out that it's directed by Lee Wannell, who uh, directed Up Upgrade uh, with Logan Marshall Green from a oh, year yeah. or two back. I still yet to watch that. And movie. that was a really fun movie. So I actually have some high hopes for this movie now, The Invisible Man. And what I'm recommending is on Mayhem Mendez on YouTube... There is a Invisible Man behind the scenes featurette. It's about four and a half minutes long. Uh, and it is pretty, you know, it's always cool to see how things are made. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just to see how people work. And it's it's really cool to look at. So that's going to be the Invisible Man behind the scenes on YouTube. The channel is Mayhem Mendez. It's a very human and relatable story. I love taking this larger, more fantastical idea of a man who is invisible and terrorizing this woman, something that is seemingly impossible and something that is, you know, either sci-fi or horror, whatever it is, and marrying that with an incredibly human story of a woman who is trying to recover who she was and trying to find her voice and trying to speak out about something and not be judged for it or hit for it. To me, that the marriage of those two in this film is what is what I love about it and what I'm proud of. So Cecilia Cass is the main character and I, I wanted someone who was a strong woman, talented, capable person. I, I wanted her to be someone with her whole life in front of her who was suddenly cut short by a relationship. By getting into the wrong relationship, she found herself in this really controlling situation where she was stifled as a human being and couldn't do anything. She was suffocated by her partner. And so she escapes from that situation. And I wanted her to find her strength throughout the movie. And that was what interested me about her character was seeing somebody who didn't really believe in themselves or have confidence in themselves get stronger. Got it. So those are our two plugs for this week we're gonna try something different for the next episode mm-hmm. we have found and by we I mean me but Glenn gave me the yeah. idea to look for it just like everything so, else I come up with an idea and, and Mike does I, all the I work make it happen <laughs> uh, so there we are going to have we there's this thing called Netflix roulette on realgood.com and I, I guess I'm hoping we've never done this before so it could be wrong. You pick, Real-time reactions, baby. You pick a genre, IMDb score, Rotten Tomato score, and just hit spin, and it selects a movie for you. Uh, we're going to do all genres, any score for both yep. Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Just see what we get. I know I am, or, uh, Netflix has a lot of Bollywood movies, so there's a good chance that this might be a Bollywood movie. It's at least 90% solid. Nine, 90% <laughs> solid. So, without any further ado, I'm going to hit spin now. And we have 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, oh, that's going to no. be a good one. Oh, God. Can I spin one time? It depends what it is. Uh, okay, it is Half Girlfriend. It's Excuse a Bollywood me? movie. 4.3 <laughs> out of 10 on IMDb, 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, 2 hours and fucking 15 minutes for a drama Ooh. romance that is 4.3. I think I seeing this, like, not seeing it, seeing it, but like... Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, spin again. Okay. We're going to spin again. You can keep as much of that in as you want. I yep. think it'd be funny. We have the authority to veto up to twice. Yep. <laughs> this is my veto. If Glenn doesn't like the next choice, he gets to veto th- the next one. Oh, God. That couldn't have gone any worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spinning again. The. Oh, man. This could go either way. Uh,. The Forest on Netflix. I was going to say, I played that game. Which one is it? There's multiple things called The Forest. What year is it? Is this the one with uh, Natalie Dormer? Because there's a show called The Forest and the movie with Natalie Dormer called The Forest. Yeah, yeah. Which have you seen? Because we could just pick The Forest with Natalie Dormer. (laughs) I have not seen. All right, let's let's do The Forest with Natalie Dormer. That works for me. So that's definitely what was spun on on this. Yeah, definitely not the uh, other one. Not the Thailand that one. didn't exist anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so on Netflix, we have The Forest. My sister, Jess, and I, we're identical twins. When something happens to one of us, the other one can tell. It's hard to explain, but I can just feel it. She's in trouble, and she needs me. Your sister went into Aokigahara Forest. It's where lost people go to commit suicide. What? I'm coming, Jess. Glenn, would you do the honors of reading or would you like me to? I will do the honors if I can click on the synopsis there. <clears throat> the Forest, directed by Jason uh, Zada, uh, written by Nick. Uh, and Tasca and Sarah Cornwell uh, and stars... Ben Kedai or Kedai. Ju- I don't click on the one more credit. You I'm gotta sorry. click on the one more credit. He he, um, says, he did things. It also it stars uh, Natalie Dormer. Uh, I'm assuming that's Ian Mackin and Stephanie Vaught. Uh, the forest is about a woman goes into Japan's suicide forest to find her twin sister and confronts supernatural terror. Holy shit! Did you just read that without? Without stuttering or stumbling? I, I did almost mess up, so let's just take that into account. But, <laughs> also, you know, I'm looking at the score on this son of a bitch right now, and God. What is it? 4.8 out of 10. 34 Metacritic score. 4.8 out of 10. We're in for a bad ride no matter Oy. what. But you know what? This is this is to help us. It's all right. We haven't watched a horror horror like, yeah. film and it's, in a It's only bit. an hour and 33 minutes, so. We can do this. It, at the very least, we get a look at Natalie Dormer for an hour and 33 minutes. Mm. I have done that once already. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this movie? <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay. So I guess that will be... We'll see how this experiment goes. We're going to do it a few times. Uh, the rules are now that we had a terrible spin. I get a veto. Glenn gets a veto. And then mm-hmm. we, we pick, assuming that it's on Netflix, we pick... Pretty it. much it's best of three. Yeah. Best of three. Um 
So I guess that will do it for this yep. week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, you can visit our website, KeystoneFilmReview.com. Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, we are Keystone underscore film. Facebook, we are Keystone Film Review. On Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we watch a movie that a freaking algorithm described or picked for us, The Forest. <laughs> Who's going to go first with this one? We don't know. We're going to have to figure that shit out. You know, that's actually... Is there like a KFR roulette where we can just <laughs> veto each other to go for <laughs> I mean, I, I can... We, we'll figure, we'll, we'll figure out. it out. Yeah, okay, bye everybody. See ya. <laughs>